What up, HyperChange? Welcome to another episode. Today, we are talking about Tesla's insurance business and how this has potential to generate billions of dollars of cash flow for the company, potentially turn that investment stream into $100 billion plus. That's right, Warren Buffett made his fortune famously by buying an insurance company and investing that excess cash flow or the float of that insurance business into strategic stuff, generating huge amounts of income from the investment returns on his insurance portfolio. And then, you know, the rest is history. But now let's talk about how Tesla is reinventing the automotive insurance market, bringing this into the future, hyper-changing everything about it, and that is a hugely lucrative opportunity. Elon Musk has estimated that 30 to 40% of the entire automotive value of Tesla could be generated from this insurance division. ARK Invest estimates that the Tesla insurance business could be generating between 6 to $23 billion in revenue by 2025. So, and I've been doing a lot of thinking about this because I just made a video about the ARK model, um, and a big part of that was insurance, and I kind of glossed over it, said Tesla would run it at break-even. That was too shallow of an analysis because I want to dive a little bit deeper here. I think this is a really interesting component of the automotive business that's worth spending some time on. So Tesla's insurance business launched in 2019 uh, in the state of California. That was their home state at the time. So they launched this program just in the state of California where you could actually get insurance via Tesla. This is sort of unheard of um, in the automotive market. You know, usually you got to call Progressive, Geico, make a bunch of calls, 15% could save, or 10 minutes could save you 15% or less in your car insurance, whatever. So, but now Tesla's like, nah, just click and get insurance with us. We sell you the car, we'll sell you insurance. I love that closed loop system. And they were able to offer prices 30% less than people were offering because all these insurance companies, you know, they didn't know much about Tesla. They were kind of actually taking advantage of these richer Tesla customers and charging them more than the market price. So that incentivized Tesla to help create their own insurance division. And if you're thinking more far ahead about where Tesla is going in the future of the car, of course, we all know that things are going to the self-driving direction. And Tesla's autonomous vehicle software has to be insured by someone. If the car is driving itself, yes, the driver is supposed to be watching it and they're, uh, you know, it's still in beta and they're liable for whatever's going on. But if the car is totally driving itself and it something does go wrong for some reason, you know, that has to be insured by Tesla. And so Tesla's thinking way ahead strategically by launching this insurance division in-house. And if you think about it, all of that data, the telemetric data, just every little, you know, minutia of data while you're in the car can contribute to that sort of, you know, model of insurance framework to, for Tesla to give you the best possible rate. They're going to have way more data than any typical insurance company to be able to offer their customers and therefore provide much more accurate rates or have much more accurate predictions of the cost curve um, of how they're gonna have to fix things, etc. I mean, they're also the manufacturer of the vehicle. So I think that's even another layer of understanding uh, the cost components of what could go wrong in a crash. So Anyway, the point being here is that Tesla is launching their own sort of basic insurance company. They've actually just today, I was reading news um, Monday, they're announcing that they've expanding this or in the process of expanding this to a couple other states. This has been rumored for a long time, but it sounds like we are starting to get to the point where this insurance business is expanding just as the FSD beta program is expanding as well from one to 2000 people. So why I think this is so fascinating is because as Tesla creates its insurance business, they will have a huge amount of capital up front that they will be able to invest invest in other projects. Now, if you think about, you know, a lot of the fascinating trends about as Tesla's building vehicles, why are they trying to localize their factories? It's a cash flow problem. They want to get paid for the car before they have to pay suppliers for the parts. This is sort of the holy grail of manufacturing where they're actually generating cash as they're scaling because literally, you know, they build this car, you order the car, they build it, ship it to you within 30 days. Let's say they don't have to pay the parts suppliers for 60 days. So the insurance business is sort of that, that's kind of a microcosm of how the cash flow would work where they're getting paid up front for all these premiums. And then they have to pay out, you know, whatever expenses may come up, but they're keep collecting more and more premiums as more and more people sign up for the program. Their, their premiums are just stacking up and you have this massive growing lump sum of investable capital as Tesla has their own insurance division. 
And then a huge other tailwind to this is if you look at hypercharts.co slash Tesla at the safety data page we put together, this is from Tesla's own safety data, you can see that the Teslas are on autopilot are already dramatically safer um, than anything else on the road, or at least the average, uh, NHTSA's average of crash per million miles. The Tesla looks to be significantly safer because of the software they're embedding in their vehicles. So in theory, the amount that they're going to have to pay out is less than the typical automaker because their cars are safer with software. And as that software gets better, the payouts will decrease over time. So that means, you know, if the premium stays the same, but the payouts decrease, those margins are going to juice. But the point being here is Tesla is going to be collecting all of this cash with a minimizing liability stream as their cars get safer, and they're going to have to be able to invest or they can invest it into whatever they want. And so I have a couple ideas of how that could turn an extremely lucrative thing. And like I said at the beginning of this episode, that's how Warren Buffett made all of his money, not necessarily the insurance business profits, but the profits from investing that capital. And so now you got to be scheming Zach Kirkhorn, the brilliant CFO of Tesla. Where's their head at? What did they just buy? Bitcoin, genius move, already up a billion on that. If Tesla were to deploy all of their insurance premiums into Bitcoin, they could even take a loan against that Bitcoin out if they had to pay out something for a crash or whatever. Um, Tesla could be building up a quickly what would turn into billions of dollars of Bitcoin position uh, just by collecting these insurance premiums. So you essentially have Tesla's insurance investment arm accumulating Bitcoin, paying out on this credit line backed by their Bitcoin. And if you calculate $1,000 a year on average uh, for the average customer, let's say to pay for their insurance times a million vehicles on the road, that is a billion dollars in insurance cash flow. Not all of that's going to be investable, but that's a billion dollars in top line per year from this insurance business. And that could grow quickly. 2 million, 3 million, 5, 10 million cars in the fleet. You'd be generating billions of dollars of annual investable cash flow from this insurance business. And so my theory is if Tesla gets gutsy with this business and starts throwing it into Bitcoin, this couple billion in Bitcoin as Bitcoin doubles, quadruples, quintuples, and we're putting billions into it, you know, this couple billions of dollars of cash flow stream turns into tens of billions, eventually over a hundred billion dollars potentially by the end of this decade, if we just funnel all of our insurance premiums into Bitcoin. So I love that sort of fascinating idea. But here's another one to throw at you. What's the problem with Bitcoin? Consumes all this energy. How are we going to build out renewable energy infrastructure and pay for that um, to, you know, establish a, a sustainable crypto network? Well, an idea that we could do is Tesla. And this is always kind of an idea I've had on the back burner for if Tesla had crazy amounts of capital. What are they doing in Tesla or uh, Texas after the power goes out? Two weeks later, they're building this huge battery to plug into the grid to monetize. I don't know if they put up all the capital for that, but that's another huge business for Tesla to get into, especially when you think about what they're doing with mega chargers to charge their semi trucks. You know, they're going to need these massive little micro power plants. Let's say it's a solar farm with batteries or maybe just a battery that plugs into the grid. These are massive projects that require a huge amount of capital up front and then sort of have this slower, consistent payoff return. That would be an excellent portfolio of energy assets to build up with your insurance cash flow. So on one hand, I almost love this like sort of you utopian visionary uh, system of Tesla putting half their insurance cash flow into Bitcoin as an investment and the other half into these, you know, energy generation assets, which are helping to stabilize the Bitcoin network and, you know, sort of diversifying um, this investment portfolio for Tesla. But anyway, that wraps up this episode on Tesla insurance. I think this is a fascinating piece of the business to watch. And as cars go autonomous, as the liability goes from the individual driver to the company operating that autonomous system, it becomes dramatically more important to have an accurate insurance business and to have, you know, this insurance division. That's why Rivian is trying to build its own in-house insurance division. This is inevitably the future of the automotive industry. And so 
I also wanted to open source this up. What is your idea of how this insurance business will expand? What do you think Tesla should do with this excess capital? Is there an investment strategy here that makes a lot of sense to tie into the core business like this power plant scheme? Uh, is it that they use this extra cash flow to just pump out even more robo taxis to build even more factories to generate even more insurance premium revenue? You know, who knows? But this is a fascinating, uh, you know, component of Tesla's business that is emerging. Uh, insurance historically has been this cash cow if you're strategically able to invest that float as you get it. And I think Tesla with a genius CFO who's already shown the willingness to accept Bitcoin on the balance sheet is in a prime position to make some radically genius investments with this insurance float and not just make billions from the insurance industry, but make tens of billions in profit from the investments on that capital. I think this is going to be an epic part of the business model. It's extremely profitable. And these are the breadcrumbs that lead me to think of why Elon's like, oh, why is 30 to 40% of the car business based on this insurance? Because of what we can do with the capital um, while we're not paying out you know, those claims. Anyway, this is HyperChange. Would love to know what you think in the comments below. Huge shout out to Patreon supporters, producers, especially Patreon producer Larry, who hit me up with an email um, about this insurance business and got me scheming on this. So anyway, really appreciate y'all. I love and read all the comments and it just helps me scheme. And this is a conversation, you know, I don't know all the, I don't have all the answers. I'm just throwing my ideas out there and I love to hear yours. So please leave them below. Um, have a great day. See y'all next time. Peace.